Hello everybody, welcome to the UK Packers podcast. As usual, I'm your host at Steve Diddy, NFL on Twitter, and of course follow the group at UK Packers. And as usual, it is time for Quick Snaps. I'm doing it, Steve. You doing it? I got it. Me and Pete like to do it together. So uh, Peter, quick snaps, Vikings. But before we get on to, the, to all that, let's get into a bit of controversy. Um, let's get on to the Pro Bowl vote. Uh, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to anybody, right? <laughs> well, I th- Am I telling it's, lies? It's, it's, contra- it's controversial, and it's one of those things that I think that even even when players say that um, it doesn't bother them one way or another, you know that it does. You know that there's some kind of stateless about being voted to the Pro Bowl, even though it's a ridiculous, ridiculous vote. It's... Um, it, it, it surely is important to them. Yeah, because it's you're being acknowledged by your peers, and yeah. do you know what as well? And this this the this the really annoying part. Me personally, who cares, right? But the thing is, the Pro Bowl they get a bit of money, they go on a holiday, they get a bit of a jolly, they hang out with loads of other people, they're in an exclusive club. But more than anything else, um, not only is it your peers voting in, and then there's all that tosh, um, over the NFL, you know, top one hundred where all of the players pick the other players, and then it's kind of like do you get recognised amongst your peers? Um, and then on top of that, it you know, with all of this retweeting stuff, you know, it means that if you're just a popular player, which we've seen every time, some players that are very subpar, but I guess that happens in the NFL Top 100 as well, um, where it's a popularity contest. But what it does is, is it measures how much you're liked by the public as well, I guess, and how much you manage your brand. So NFL players say all the time, oh, you know, I'm a business and this is all business. Well, part of that is managing your brand. And if that has a sexy haircut... Um, or a louder, a louder sort of, you know, muscle flex and attitude off the field endorsements and people are, you know, are enamored by it. Well, then that's, I guess that's kind of important as well. It depends on what your measuring stick is, Pete, isn't it? Um, it, it, it does. And the, the other interesting thing for me, because you know how keen I am on, on the whole Pro Football Hall of Fame thing is yeah. the number of times the number of Pro Bowls a guy got voted to comes up in those conversations. Yeah. You know, so and so must have been a better player than so and so, because this one, this guy went to the Pro Bowl nine times, and he only went three times. So, you know, it's it's important from 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 that perspective. But um, I don't know. The whole thing's got more and more. I don't want to use the word farcical. Let's just say disappointing as the years have gone years have gone by. Yeah, it's been diluted, hasn't it, with this whole entertainment value thing. It's the same as yeah. sort of the rules on the defense and stuff. But the good news from a Packers perspective, of course, is that they'll be in the Super Bowl, so no, none of the Packers will be going to the Pro Bowl. Yeah, that's you see, that's another thing as well, right? <laughs> Love the optimism, uh, and I'm, I'm I'm here for it. You know what I mean? I you know I hate not to see it, uh, but the thing is, is so just to give people a sort of a flavor who got in Aaron Rodgers David Bakhtiari and then there's a ton of other people that are kind of on you know alternate so if someone drops out because they're going to the Super Bowl uh, well then do the lads come in and then they're looking at Zadari Smith and saying that's all terrible um, and that, that's fine uh, but the thing is is that you know the stats and everyone who can sort of see the stats and they see Khalil Mack get in and Zadari Smith knocking in but one thing I want to stress and this is what really disappointed me and this is the real reason why I'm not a fan of the Pro Bowl because you would think if you won enough Pro Bowls, Pete, that you would have a certain amount of power and sway. Am I correct in saying that? Would that be a true factor to say? And let me just, let me elaborate on what I mean. Here's my favourite quote when it comes to the Pro Bowl. 
blah, 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 And I was like, Brandon, do you want to talk or you want to fight? And then he was like, I'm a six-time pro bowler. Then I said, Brandon, six-time pro bowlers could get knocked out too. You see, if you're a six-time pro bowler, Pete, then you can get knocked out too. I mean, why would you want to be a pro bowler in the first place? That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm with you. That's some solid analysis. Right, from going from one solid analysis and piss take to another. So, look, this is what I said the other time. Like, I'm all in for this season. The Packers are going to win. That's my analysis. And I'm going to throw it over to you. Can you can you fill in the, the slight, you know, edges to that, please? <laughs> the Packers are going to win if they put together a semblance of a complete game, I think is the is the bit of the end of the sentence that you missed, right. Steve. Okay. Um, Semantics, this, uh, if you ask me, but go yeah, on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, I think that as a, there's a couple of interesting things about this game even before it before it starts so, so, so the one is that the it's possible that the vikings will have qualified for the playoffs before this game even kicks off yeah if the rams if the rams lose on sunday so whether that may affect the vikings approach to the game is is possible there could be a slight letdown there now you think that playing a division rival with the division on the line potentially there, there wouldn't be that letdown but i think Having got into the playoffs, it's it, it, it's possible that 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 letdown happens. The other one, the on the field thing, is the injury status of Dalvin Cook, which, which is I technically Cook... an off the field thing, right? Because <laughs> he's got to be on the bench, baby. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, that's an off the field thing. But yeah, you know, um, Adam Schefter of ESPN was reporting yesterday or the day the day before that uh, he expected Cook to miss week sixteen and seventeen. Yeah. Um, but Mike Zimmer was saying that that's not the case. So we're a little bit in the dark as to the status of Dalvin Cook. And that's probably deliberate. If you were the Vikings, you'd probably want your opponent to be in, in the dark. Now, whether or not he plays is is obviously key. You know, he's got 1,100 plus rushing yards, 53 catches coming out of the backfield. It's going to the going to the Pro Bowl and one of the deserved players going, going to the Pro Bowl. Um, so I think that's, that's absolutely key. Um, and... Everywhere you look all over this Vikings Vikings team, you know, strength at tight end. You know, you look at Rudolph and and, and Smith have got 70-odd catches between them. Mm. And that, as we know, appears to have been one of the Packers' weaknesses throughout the season, defend, defending the, the, the tight end. And whilst it's not popular to say it, um, Kirk Cousins has had a very good year. Yeah. At, at, at quarterback. And, and, and he's probably, again, one of those players that's unlucky to to miss out on the pro bowl, you know, is 70.5% completions, 111.1 passer rating, um, 25 touchdowns. He has had, um, a good year and, you know, their passing game, their running game, um, certainly will threaten, will threaten the Packers on Monday night. Yeah, I, I, if people see this, is what happens as well. Um, I know me and you have kind of an outside interest. Uh, you contribute to other things. Um, I contribute to other things. You know, generically speaking, we kind of keep an eye. And then with your power rankings, you're all over uh, the other teams as well. But for anybody listening who just sort of focuses on Packers, the last time you met the Vikings uh, was a long time ago. And back then, in fact, there was so much criticism by Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen, the fact that they weren't getting targets that he had to come out as a quarterback 
and apologize and say that he was sorry. And as you said, he's really sort of came on uh, since then. They've they've been less sort of conservative with their play calls. And what I find from looking at their runner results, uh, Pete, is is that just like the Packers, unfortunately, uh, they find a way to get the win. Um, sometimes it's the other team that implode. Uh, we lost against the Chargers. They defeated them. However, uh, they got seven turnovers against yeah. the Chargers, which is just um, shocking. Um, I'll say his name just this way, just the one time. Daniel Hunter, which is, we all know is Danielle. Okay, so his parents opened the name book. Uh, the pages got stuck together like friends. And they ended up calling him Danielle. But anyway, uh, so he got three of the five sacks versus the Lions. Um, then they, they go against the Seahawks. And Kirk Cousins actually outplays Russell Wilson in that game. The problem was their, their third quarter, 17 unanswered points. And then they come back to hold on. Against the Broncos, they were 20 nil down at the halftime. Um, and they come back to beat them. Um, and then against the Cowboys, then they depended on Dalvin Cook. He'd had a monster game, 97 yards rushing, 86 yards receiving. So throughout all of these times, you know, you either have the defense showing up, the other team imploding, um, you know, they have a dodgy quarter, but then manage to hold on. So on paper, if you're to look at the stats wise, this Vikings team is tipped to be better than the Packers team. And one of the weapons that we're going to use against this team, and I know you've talked about Dalvin Cook, and if we go to air side of our running backs, Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones, um, the air offense, you can kind of see it as predicated on uh, play action um, and getting the run going. But the Vikings are eight at stopping the run, whereas the Packers are down in the lowly 20s. Um, so they're good at stopping the run and they find a way to win. But that's isn't that the point? If Dalvin Cook isn't out there, uh, Madison apparently uh, might be injured also or carrying a knock at least is not going to be as effective. That, may, that makes them slightly uh, one-dimensional. Uh, but at the same time, Pete, this is going to be... Um, you know, arse on the edge of the seat stuff because this is a good Vikings team. So you really don't know we're going to get. It's very fifty-fifty. It, it really is, and, and go, you know, and, and going and going to Minnesota just makes that more more difficult. You know, yeah. the Packers are, Packers have always struggled since they went since they were going to the old Metropolitan Stadium and then um, the Humpty Dump and 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 now US Bank, which. <laughs> I think I'm right in saying the Packers have never won at US Bank. I know the Vikings haven't been there that many years, but it would it would be a first for the Packers to go there. And you know they talk about talk about the noise, and and I'm sure the Packers will have been working on on you know silent counts and stuff this week. But it's it's going to be really tough. You know that's. Let's make no bones about it. It's a, it's, a, it's a tough game. Yeah, and again, I want to give a big shout out to uh, a guy called David Carr of NFL Network. Um, I believe he's not well uh, because I looked at his predictions and he predicted the Packers to lose this game and also to lose the game against the Lions. So again, thoughts and prayers out to David Carr. Um, what's that about, Pete? Uh, so, you know, when you look at these two games, so look, we go up against the Vikings, we could get beaten in this game. Like you say, we don't know uh, their injury status. Like you said, they're going to hide that. Uh, but it's a tough game. It's going into their stadium and they have the horn, uh, which is annoying. And then we go up against the Lions. You would imagine us, even though we're going into Detroit, uh, to, to bring the W back. Um, is that the way you see it as well? And do you think we have a legitimate shot now at getting the, at least... The number holding on to the number two seed, I should say, and an outside chance of a first. So, so, so I, so I think they've got a legitimate shot at it. I mean, I, you know, I strongly believe, as as I know that you do, that, that the Packers will go into Detroit and win in Week 17 and win relatively comfortable, comfortably. Um, I just think this is a, this is a really tough game. If the Packers were to put together a complete performance or as close to a complete performance as, as, as you can get, then, then they'll win on Sunday. If they don't, 
I, I think that unfortunate, and I hate to say this, I think they'll come away with the L on Sunday, Monday, yeah. Monday night rather. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Monday night football. This is the thing. Here's here's the logical step, right? That we lose against the Vikings, and it's fine. And then we go to Detroit and we win. However, uh, putting on the other hat, the Murphy's Law hat, I think that we win against the Vikings and we go, well, there we go. And there's a chance of us getting the number one seed and then we lay an egg against the Lions. Uh, but look, as I said, all of this analysis aside, I, I've heard it all. It's all very rational. But the Packers are going to win the next two games. That's all I'm saying. Um, Pete, you're going to give a more measured approach to uh, what you think is going to be the actual <laughs> score outcome of this game? So... Uh, my, my heart says the Packers. My he- my head says Vikings thirty one twenty. Ooh, that's a big score. That's a big sway. Well, listen, uh, everyone's listening in. Uh, Peach probably going to be right, and I'm just going to keep the optimistic card. But there we go. Uh, <laughs> any anything else to say about this game or anything else, Peter? Forever hold your peace. Nothing. <laughs> you see, you thought about it. I'm glad you thought about it, and you didn't just go. Yeah, no, no. I, actually, uh, so there we go. There it is. So that's quick snaps. Quick snaps, Peter. You're doing it. I can hear you doing it. I do have to. I have to. Have to quickly say that I've just realised the irony in a Packers in a Packers podcast being called Quick Snaps because that's the one thing the Packers <laughs> offense never does. Yeah, we'll have to rename it if he starts getting the ball out quick. <laughs> Long snaps with uh, Hunter Bradley. But anyway, <laughs> from myself at NFL, from him at IT Hedgehog, from the group at, uh, at UK Packers, and from me on Instagram at the Paddy Packer. Um, Pete, are you going to start an Instagram with loads of baking pictures or are you just... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll have to now, won't I? Yeah. But you, I've got to come up with a smart name for it first. That's right, yeah. It's the UK Packer Bake Off, as uh, Matt Tisdale said on Twitter. But there we go. Anyway, get into that private group on Facebook. It's nearing Christmas as well, lads. And we have loads of articles and ladies. We have loads of articles on the website about good Packer books and all that kind of stuff. You can jump on there and get someone you love, something nice. And also the UK Packer shop. And there's still some signed merch. And it's still on goddamn sale. So get in there and get yourself a bargain. But anyway, until after Monday Night Football, until we see what seeding we're going to get or close to what seeding we're going to get. It's goodbye for now.